0: Let's get started.
1: Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer, and today I am joined by Christiana A. Young-Chi, who is a member of the Insight Marketing group team, and Christiana, who we pleasantly refer to and lovingly refer to as Chi in the office. And Christiana actually attended a YouTube seminar slash conference recently with Social Media Examiner. And in the last year, especially with COVID, she has become such an expert in using YouTube for our medical practice clients. So we thought it was apropos to bring her to the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast today to kind of share some of the things that she she has learned and what she learned at this recent conference, virtual conference, of course, and how it translates to our medical practice client. So with that, I want to kind of give some just top level stat that I found through the Omnicore agency recently about YouTube. And because I know that some of our practice managers are like, you know what, we do some videos here and there, but I'm not sure that YouTube is a strategy that is going to work for us because I'm not sure that our patients are there. But basically some stats at a glance, there's 2 billion monthly users that are on YouTube right now. And that translates to about... 30 million active users every single day, which is about a billion videos that are getting watched every single day. And people are spending a ridiculous amount of time on YouTube. In fact, it's averaging about 40 minutes of time, but even more so, and why this works as a strategy for medical practices, 77% of 26 to 35 year olds and 30, 35 starts becoming a potential patient mix. 77% are using YouTube on a regular basis, but the most startling stat of all is that more than 50% of people over the age of 75 are using YouTube. And what this means is that people are more and more watching video to get their information and no longer, and we've seen the stats here, are people wanting to necessarily read long articles. You know, Some portion of the population wants to, but some portion wants to just watch it on video. And I can say, Chi, I was, and I think with all the new smart TV TVs, this is even more so the case. Now I was watching YouTube videos on a particular topic all weekend streamed onto my 70 inch TV in my living room. And it's just a totally new strategy. And I think that you bring some new things to the table. So Chi, welcome to the podcast and let's go ahead and get this thing started. Hi, it's great to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm very long winded, but um, I wanted to tee it up. So everybody kind of knows a little bit in the background. So you recently attended this week long virtual conference that I referenced. i um, really focusing on YouTube. So can you tell us like the top three or four things that you took away from that experience?
2: Yeah, um, the YouTube seminar was a great experience. So I was so um, happy I was able to attend it. So one of the things that I really thought was really cool was that making a video takes more than just sitting in front of a camera and pressing record the whole planning process that goes into it. And there's so many details that you have to look out for when you are recording a video. So for example, if a person is wearing glasses, and you have a ring light right behind the camera, you definitely want to take off those glasses or else you're going to see a weird glare because that'll make a difference between a good quality video and a not so good quality video. Also, when creating a video, you kind of have to step away from the editor perspective and really think to yourself, like, as a viewer, what do I actually want to watch? And that's really the key to a successful video. It doesn't matter how many animations or bells and whistles you put. If you release a video that appeals to the audience and to the viewers, that's what's going to make your video successful. Another thing that I learned is that YouTube isn't the same when it came out 15 years ago. I was in elementary school when YouTube first came out and my friends and I would just watch, you know, silly videos here and there. And before it was just a platform where people would just post random videos and the most clicks would be the most popular video. But now YouTube is a lot more personalized and algorithm driven. I learned that it's so important to make videos for people and not so much robots. So ads don't do as well unless the person pays for a lot of money so they can get views and clicks. But people want to see content, well in this case videos, that people can learn from and to just have that human connection with. And lastly, the next thing is what helps videos go viral are trends. So trends really help videos, you know, be successful. So in order to really grow a channel, you need to get views on your videos. And to get views, you need content that will attract viewers in.
1: So paying attention to what's going on in the world will help make your channel really successful. Great. And so those are things that you're able to translate back to our clients, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. and how are you so you've been working on a ton of videos these really I would say like the last six months you've gotten really into videos what type of videos one or two of them have really stuck out for you after you've done like after you went to the seminar what type of videos are you working on and that you think you're able to check off those boxes on a couple of things that you learned
2: I really think patient testimonials really hits like the human connection portion of it just because there's so many videos on how the procedure is actually done but people want to know oh will this work for me and I feel like patient testimonials really check that box off for the human connection since you're seeing someone actually going through that experience I know for me for example when I was growing up I used to watch like beauty YouTube videos and now there's a huge beauty YouTube industry now and it's because I wanted to see someone who could do something because I'm a visual learner and I feel like a lot of people learn a lot more when they see something done. And in this case with patient testimonials, they can see that, oh, from this procedure, now this person can know live a better life. Okay. So let me ask you this.
1: You are, I mean, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. We're in the same state right now, but we're not, we don't have our full team out there doing patient testimonial video shoots in person all the time. How is it from a content perspective? How are you guys getting your patient testimonials and what's the focus that you're taking right now? So what's great about
2: technology in general is that we We were actually doing patient testimonials through Zoom. So, one of our team members sets up interviews with patients, and all they have to do is sit through that interview. And then we ask them for some videos of themselves and some pictures, and that's what we put together. So, we're able to do a patient testimonial safely and virtually, definitely social distance. And that's how we're able to do patient testimonials these days. And it's amazing how we were able to, I guess, evolve into a different type of method
1: due to these times. Yeah. And do you feel as if, so when you're editing your videos right now, are you focusing on a particular procedure or are you focused more on the safety side of things? Because I know that there's a survey that came out from the MGMA recently that talks about this. I want to say upward of 38% of patients are rescheduling because they're not feeling safe. So how are you incorporating that into the video and the YouTube strategies just in general? So we
2: definitely during that question, we want to make sure that the patients are expressing their experience during COVID. Like I said, people want to know what people are experiencing so they could decipher if they would want to, for example, come into the office or not. So we definitely ask the patient, how did you feel with the COVID protocols? And most of them so far have said that their hospital or the specialty that they went to, you know, follow the protocols and they
1: feel fairly safe. And yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said about not overproducing a video. You know, we've got a client who wants to look more like a hospital. we may mainly focused with independence, but they want to look more like a hospital. So they want these really like super high end video productions. And I think those are great. And there's a time and a place for a really high end video production. But the reality is nine times out of 10, probably like 9.9 times out of 10, your video is not going to go viral. Your video is going to serve a purpose. So keep the end game in mind that it's okay sometimes to do something a little bit less quality if you're going to be able to make an impact with it. And so I think for the short term, these zoom testimonies patient videos, they're fantastic, because we can turn and burn them pretty quick. And they still turn into long form content. And they're addressing exactly what it is that the potential client wants to see on the other end. So Chi, I've kind of referenced that you have become like the guru of video editing and uploading videos for medical practices. It's interesting, I, I touch on this, like, so as you've been uploading, I know you've received some training recently on the right way to upload and like little tips and things that can be done in order to be more successful and stand the chance for a viral video. As you've been doing this, like the last nine months, what are some of like the key things that you have found? And what advice do you have maybe for medical practices that are out there looking to integrate YouTube into their marketing strategy? So just want to say it out
2: loud. Again, I believe practice <laughs> should take advantage of using YouTube. I feel like most practices are starting to do it nowadays, especially because of the pandemic, because they can't really see their patients. So with YouTube being the number two search engine in the world, it's literally a free business tool that you can use. Um, and as a practice, you should think about the conditions that they you treat and what patients are looking for. Again, it's all about getting in the minds of the viewer, in this case, potential patients and what questions or trends pop up. So if you can make a video that can answer patients common questions or concerns, you can start making plans to make a video for it. And that could potentially lead to becoming viral or for your video to get a good amount of views and for your channel to be successful. At the end of the day, uh, viewers, in this case, patients want their questions answered and YouTube is a great way to visualize those answers so they have a better understanding of their question or they can actually see the procedure and see that somebody experienced it in terms of like a patient testimonial video. Yeah
1: and let me ask you this Chief. so sometimes we're saying like it's a YouTube strategy. Is YouTube the only option and why are we saying to practices out there you need to like focus on a YouTube strategy? Is there another video option or is video and YouTube interchangeable? So video and YouTube are definitely Interchangeable. A lot of social platforms are using uh, videos
2: to market their practice. So Facebook, for example, is such a huge, like, booming social media platform. And even TikTok now. A lot of practices are doing fun little TikToks to boost their practice. I recently finally downloaded TikTok myself. Finally jumping into like the whole Gen Z trends of that. And actually, a couple of dermatologists and plastic surgery specialties actually popped up in my feed. And you know, their little videos were just simple. Tips and tricks for Botox or something like that, and they have like over a hundred thousand likes, over a million views on them. So it's interesting to see that on a platform that's usually meant for "quote unquote" silly videos, that medical practices are actually being successful on those. Same with Instagram. Um, A lot of people are now going into Reels since they were afraid that TikTok was going to be banned. So it's really interesting to see the spike in the usage of video because at the end of the day, a lot of people I feel like are visual learners. So people should really take advantage of using videos in whatever social platform that you use, not just YouTube.
3: Hey, guys, Corey here, co-host of the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast, and I wanted to interrupt this episode just for a minute to tell you about Insight Training Solutions. So Insight Training Solutions is an ongoing employee engagement and training platform for your medical practice, meaning employees can log on and take these medical practice specific trainings whenever and wherever they are. And each training is meant to increase employee engagement, improve practice reputation, and develop some patient service mindsets. If we're being honest, something that we all know some of the employees may lack. Not uh, calling anybody out by name, but uh, one of the cool things about Insight Training Solutions is they're always developing new content. And they just released 10 Steps to a Phenomenal Patient Experience, where you'll learn how to create a phenomenal patient experience, strengthen job security, and discover customer service secrets for your entire team. So this course is in addition to the other ones they already have, which include communication across generations and how to understand today's multi-generational workforce and how to develop overall patient experience. This is an course the new approach to customer service we've also got eight ways to wow patients and you can sign up for a free trial to see what everything is about at insight training solutions.io that's insight training solutions.io or just google insight training solutions you'll be glad you did
1: Yeah. And I think that part of it is that look on your website, you need a place to house your videos. And so our strategy is always get a good testimonial video or a procedure video or like a common condition video with a doctor, turn that into a piece of what we refer to as long form content, which could be 700 to 2000 words, which show up great from a search standpoint, and then use the video embed functionality on YouTube to display the video that goes with the article. And the reason, we use YouTube instead of something kind of on some websites, you'll like, you can put in like a closed loop video player where it doesn't like suggest something next and you keep them on your site. But the reality is Google owns YouTube and Google's the number one search engine and YouTube is the number two. And so if you're really looking to climb the ranks from a search standpoint, you want to have your videos and your content for that sake in as many places as possible. And then you want to maximize it for, you want to really optimize it through keywords words and through certain tactics. And so video as a strategy, you have to get with the game if you're not there yet. But the reality is, is that YouTube makes getting into video marketing practically free. And I think that's really an important distinction is that yes, you need a video strategy, but YouTube is going to allow you to have that strategy and be successful. More than 70% of all YouTube videos are watched on mobile. And I think that says a lot because you've referenced it. I mean, you're saying, look, people are visual learners, you're a visual learner. And and we also have very short attention spans. And so video is the way that so many people are looking for information. And as I referenced before, you've got 75 year old and up consumers now and potential patients, perfect Medicare patients, by the way, everybody that are more than 50% of that population is looking at YouTube videos and however they get those delivered on their phone, on their computers, maybe they're looking at it on their tablet, maybe they're on their desktop, but probably very unlikely. A good video strategy is a good way to go. So Chi, you've seen, especially with some of the work that you've been doing lately, that some videos take off and some are complete duds. So what advice do you have specifically for people that are looking to get their videos found on YouTube? Again, it boils down to just paying attention to what's happening in the
2: world. So I'm gonna go back to trends, paying attention to trends. Definitely Google is a search engine and all you have to do is just search up what's going on in the world and what's hot and heavy. Right now, COVID is the hot topic globally. And as an example, one of our ENT clients Clients actually, just did a simple video on their phones. Of course, we asked them to do this video for us, and the video was about the loss of taste, smell, or taste as a symptom of COVID-19. And it was just a simple six-minute cell phone video. I believe our client just put it on the table, and she just recorded herself. And we thought, oh, just get like two hundred views, and it's a quick win. But in actuality, this video got over one hundred nineteen thousand views, and it's still going up to this day. I wouldn't be surprised if it's at one hundred twenty thousand at this point I mean the video went viral not because of special effects or any additional edits because we just uploaded the raw phone video as is and it was because of COVID-19 and the loss of taste and smell were growing trends and as a result of focusing on what people want to learn this client saw an exponential growth in not only views but also
1: subscribers to their channel yeah I think they had more than 230 subscribers that added and I think I mean you're hitting the nail on the head like you got to look at the current trends and you got to create video for the current trend. And I mean, I just approved a video this morning that's talking about like the neurological side effects of what's referred to as COVID brain. And so you edited that video, which was done with a doctor using Zoom. And
0: mm-hmm. then
1: we wrote a piece of long form content and that's going to play on their website for years. I was with a client yesterday. It's an ophthalmology practice, actually in-person meeting. We had a three hour meeting to go over their strategy for 2021. And one of their number one pages right now on their website is related to to a video that we did with their esthetician on maskne, which is the acne that you get from wear, which some people get from wearing a mask all day. And those are trends. And so I would encourage everybody out there, think about what is relevant to your practice and then create a quick video that goes with it and get it out there on social media. And YouTube is considered social media and use that to help drive your strategy moving forward. That's great advice, G. So you have a new blog post on our website, which is insightmg.com, where you talk about this concept of understanding what you referenced as the new YouTube. Can you elaborate on that a little bit more and kind of share like how that affects medical practices out there? Yeah,
2: so like I said, YouTube isn't the same that it was 15 years ago where anyone could just post anything. And if you're funny, you would get clicks and views. But it's so important to understand that you're making videos for people and not robots. Um, You want to focus your content on your viewers or patients in this case, and you want to focus on what they want to watch. You want to have human elements that people can connect to for example like we mentioned before patient testimonials are like the best videos to put out there especially they could showcase your practice fully on through video and also getting to know you videos also get really well so people want to know who their physician is who they're seeing they want to have that human connection with them so i believe like those videos where they see a face and not just an animation do really really well
1: hey i have a question for you so you've been doing a ton of videos lately especially when we're Doing the ones on Zoom. How does B-roll play into a good video creation? And then, what would you suggest to kind of a medical practice out there that's looking to do a video that where they may edit some things together? What type of B-roll helps you make a better video? So,
2: as I mentioned, what is is B-roll? B-roll is just video that you lay over the main video. So, even though the ENT video that we did do for our client with the taste and smell and COVID symptoms, even though that was just a phone video and it went viral, if we kept posting videos like that, those views would quickly go down. So even though the content may be good, of course visuals are always nice to see, and B-roll is almost like an essential part to making really nice and successful videos. So basically, it's just footage related to your content piece, and that's overlaid behind the main video. So the video kind of goes quicker because, like you said, we have short attention spans. I definitely have the attention span of a fly. So if I just saw one face for, let's say, even two minutes, I would lose interest in like the first. 10 seconds. Like, I need something to change every couple seconds. And that's how you kind of retain someone's attention span for videos. So, some great B roll for practices would definitely be showing the doctor interacting. So, if it's a patient testimonial, obviously interacting with the patient that we're talking about in that video. Definitely footage of the doctor at the computer, even just because most of the time, the doctor, especially if they're talking about themselves in a getting to know you patient, in a getting to know you video, they are doing their actual work. You want to set the scene where it's kind of like the camera is kind of recording you in like real time, if that makes sense. And it's almost like if you're recording for a documentary or bio where someone is looking at you doing your work from behind the scenes. So I think that type of B-roll is great to use. Not so much of a doctor looking directly at the camera. You want to get them organically in their natural environment.
1: Yeah, so like as an example, you take your cell phone, turn it sideways, get some video without sound I mean, because you'll take the sound out, get some video of your doctor walking down the hallway, get some video of your doctor talking to a patient or a pretend patient, get your doctor like over the shoulder looking at a computer, make sure there's no PHI that's being exposed, things of that nature so that you can make the videos more interesting. And are you Chi working with medical practices right now where they're getting their own video and sending it to you and you're putting it into kind of these patient testimonials and zoom things? Or are we having to go into the offices or using old stuff?
2: Uh, We kind of do a mix of both. Usually just to keep the videos nice and fresh, we do request clients to send us updated B-roll. And definitely one of the best tips to do is don't hold your phone vertically. Definitely remember to turn it sideways just so you get a full view when you are recording B-roll if you are. But we're doing a mix of both because some of the old B-roll still works. If the doctor hasn't changed their haircut that much, we could still use the same old B-roll. If not, we are asking clients to send it to us and it works either way. We've had success with all the videos we've done thus
1: so far, COVID or no COVID. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. And you can reuse B-roll, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. All right. So awesome. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Is there anything else you'd like to add for our listeners
2: out there? So with YouTube and just videos in general, it's so important to just get into it. Don't be afraid of it. Even if you do a Facebook live or a YouTube live, a lot of these um, social platforms are using live. So if you don't feel comfortable um, recording yourself and doing multiple takes and you just wanna have one message out there, definitely utilize you know the YouTube live, the Facebook live options. I think you mentioned it earlier too, For as a practice, you don't wanna worry about if the little things like, oh, if your hair looks weird that day. The important thing is when you're filming a video, you want to ask yourself, are these patients getting value out of it? And if they watch this video, will they learn something from it? YouTube is just more than just a hub for fun videos these days. It's evolved into a search engine that has so many resources. So you want to be a good resource for your patients.
1: But yeah, YouTube is great. And I believe that all practices should start using YouTube. Chi, thank you so much for your time today. And with that, I want to say thanks for joining us on the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. We will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Dr. Marketing Tips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.